Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, Vol Nation. Welcome to another episode of Believe in Tennessee Football. I'm your host, as always, Tyler Curbison, joining Bree Bacon. This is a quick one for you. The only thing we're talking about, Gabe Judy coming from BYU, breaking down his film, letting y'all know what we saw out of him and what we think he can bring to the table for this team, how he's going to fit into this defense. Um, So you guys, a little quick video. Um, We're going to start doing a little bit more of this kind of stuff too. Uh, We want to try and get the quick stuff for you guys. Uh, Let's see. See if you enjoy that instead of the long form. We're still going to do the long form, so don't worry. Um, But, yeah, let's jump into it. The game. Snap. The kick is in the air, and the kick this time is no, sir, Reed. No, sir, Reed. Final score. Tennessee 20, Florida 17. Pandemonium. Range. Loads up, fires long for the end zone. The pass is going to be caught on Tennessee. Tennessee wins by Tennessee. Jawan Jennings. Jennings makes the catch in the end zone on the hail mary. Down at the 35, to the 40, to the 45, to the 50, to the 45, to the 40, to the 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. What did he do? All he did was score. Joey Pence. Touchdown on play number one. All right, so before we jump into the podcast, got to shout out our number one sponsor, betonline.ag. It is the place to go for betting. It is your number one source for betting. They have all the odds, all the team totals, all the parlays that you could ever want, and they cover every sport. You got NFL, you got NBA, you got tennis, you got golf, you got baseball. You got everything you could think of. It is the place to go if you're going to bet on anything and make anything exciting. So for first-time signups, go over to betonline.ag. And for a 50% welcome bonus, use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout and receive that 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, where the game starts. All right. Welcome in, everybody. Uh, a great, quick, fun little podcast for you guys. Um, just going over a new transfer portal guy that we just got. But first, Reed, how are we doing, bud? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's been a fantastic day. We're going to, this is one of the new things that we're going to be trying in 2023 is some of these small, quick clips. That's right. If it's a recruit, that we just got. If it's a transfer portal guy, we're going to watch film. We're going to talk just about them. So you guys don't have to listen to a bunch of nonsense if you just want to go straight to. And you Kyler's know, done a great job of putting in thumbnails in the other ones. Yeah, that's true. You know, sometimes the golf talk can get a little too much, uh, a little distracting. This is, but this will be a perfect little 10, 15 minute. You're going to the shitter during work. You need something to watch. Like, this will be perfect for that. We might not even go 10. This might be eight. This <laughs> might be five. That's a quick shit. <laughs> <laughs> Me sitting so long, your legs are going numb, bro. Dude, I, I like to enjoy it. I'm not going to lie. I know. I, it, it definitely does feel like a, an escape. Yeah. In some, in some instances, yeah. it's like, all right, no one's bothering me right now. 
it's an escape, but honestly, like it like my I rate mine when I leave, not just on the escape ability, but like it mine's a good break and a good uh yeah, good break if it's a good bowel movement. If it's That's if true. it's not yeah. a good bowel movement, I'm a little frustrated. <laughs> It's like, all right, I need a little bit more coffee. And then you're, add, like, then you're yep. like, God, now I got to come back later. Yeah, I need like add some more fiber powder in there. Maybe go get a fiber <laughs> one bar. Because when you go, I love to get Phil just so cleaned out. That's true. All right, so I think we'd start that way, but I didn't either. Yeah, <laughs> here we are. All right, so we got a new defensive back today. Um, I think Udalali. What'd you excuse me? I said Udalali. That's I know right. it's Judy Lally or whatever. Yeah, it's Gabe Judy, and they kind of pronounce it Alley. Alley. I mean, the guy that was saying it on the film we watched was Judy Alley. All it makes me think of is Robin Hood, and then little song like the old old Disney Robin Hood. Ooh lolly, ooh lolly, ooh lolly, like that's what yeah, yeah, yeah. There. So, so we wanted to jump on. We watched film. We this is the first time we ever actually watched the film together. But I said, Kyler, don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> so that you save your stuff, I save my stuff for the pods. Because I don't want what he says yeah, influence. influencing me and vice versa. So we got Gabe. Um, he's been around the block, so he's a little bit older. I mean, he he, he went already, to – Yeah, he, already transferred. Yeah, he had been to Vandy. Then he went to BYU for a year. Um, and now he's going to be going to University of Tennessee. So the real quick stuff, 6'2", 185. You can see that he has pretty good size and good length when you're watching him on film. Yeah. Um, so he's a Texas kid. He's from Austin, Texas. I personally love that he's from Texas because that means he came from some good loins, meaning like good high school ball. That's true. Now that doesn't matter as much because he's been in college ball for a while now. Yeah. Um, and when you're coming from Texas and you end up at Vandy, it's kind of like what's going on. Yeah. Here? What were you doing in Texas? Why were you not at A&M, yeah, Texas? Yeah, I mean, at least Texas Tech, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's better than Vandy. Or UTSA. Yeah. UTSA's ballers. We got to play them next year. All right, so so here's – you know, I'm going to say what I saw on film, then we'll let Kyler say, well, no, no, no. I'll, I'll just going to go back and – No, no, I'll go ahead and give just some, some stats so if you guys can go back and look. So, at BYU, he played in all 13 games. He started in 10, recorded 47 tackles, 31 solo, a half sack, seven pass breakups. That's that's fine. That's okay. Um, if you go back and look at his individual stats, it was pretty underwhelming. It was like maybe two or three tackles here. Yeah. Maybe four tackles at most. He had like one game that the most he had was three pass breakups, but it was against um, – it was a Utah Tech. Remember I yeah, said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so it was that. a it was a smaller school. And then you go back to his before BYU, so his Vanderbilt career. It's kind of funny. His first interception was against us. Ten- <laughs> yeah, it was against Tennessee in 2020 in COVID year. Yeah. Um, and that that play looked fine. I mean, it looked like he might have been in a cover four, maybe. Yeah, he wasn't on the guy. No, he, he came off his zone and, it, and got it. Yeah, into- and it was a nice pick. I mean, yeah. he was reading the eyes. I think it was JT Strout at the time. And so he, uh, you know, read his eyes, jumped in front of it, made a nice pick. That's a good pick for a freshman. Mm-hmm. Um, or, excuse me, for a sophomore. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, you know, as a sophomore, 13 tackles, one tackle for a loss, one interception, one pass breakup. That's not bad for, for uh, you know, a true sophomore. Then as a junior in the SEC, 50 tackles, 35 solo, one interception, one pass breakup. He had a season-high 10 tackles against Mississippi State. That was in 21. 
you would think, oh, 10 tackles is pretty good, but then you're like, well, did he get 10 balls completed on him and he's got to make the tackles? That's true. So that was one game. That was one game we did not watch. We watched more recently, and so we BYU. watched So we watched three games while he was at BYU. What I saw on just the TV copy, because we don't have the all 22, whatever, mm-hmm. I thought that he moved pretty well. I thought he was pretty fluid. I yeah. thought he did have – uh, some pretty good coverage. I, I I thought if someone opened up, he opened up well. Um, I just I thought he looked pretty good. Uh, wasn't anything special, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't bad. You know, there was a couple times one that he came up. Um, he shot his gun when he saw it was a run play, engaged in the blocker, and it looked bad on film. He got it, it looks like he gets blasted. Now me playing DB understands and understands that he shot his gun well, he goes up and he's trying to engage the blocker, but he's more worried about making the tackle. And so what happens is, is you don't go up, get a good hit on the, like, it was like he wanted to do two things at once instead of going up and just going straight (laughs) for the tackle. Yeah. Going like a full shooting is, it's like 80%. Right. And so what it was is it was like, he runs up and he doesn't know whether he just wants to not worry about the blocker and go straight for the tackle, or does he want to engage and then disengage? So, like, yeah. you know, if you're a corner, you come up, pop, hit the hands, and then shed sure. them and then make the tackle. But what happens is he gets caught in between. Mm-hmm. So he's getting blocked while trying to make a tackle. And it looks like he just basically gets truck. Yeah. Some of the other stuff where I saw him, there wasn't any much anything really else that we saw, like that was open field where he's making a one-on-one tackle. Yeah. There just wasn't a lot. On yeah. There. Some of the ones that I saw where he would he looked like he was better in coverage than than maybe he would be in in run support or making a tackle that That's field. literally one of the things that I wrote down is I, I think he had like good fluid hips, was able to cover. I thought it was like he had okay speed, like mm-hmm. nothing was drastic, which kind of goes in line with what you were saying. Like it was it was fine. It wasn't bad, it wasn't great. And then I think it's also like BYU's defense where like he's playing deep third a lot or like he might have some one-on-one coverage, but it doesn't seem like there's a lot of aggression from corners in the BYU defense, not like Tim Banks does. We did see him come on a blitz once and he got the sack versus Stanford. So he can come on those blitzes, which Tim Banks loves to do. But I think like what's going to have to grow in his game on this team, how he's going to fit is he has to be more aggressive on runs, on those sweeps, on any bubbles. He has to be because that's how our corners are, very, very aggressive. Yeah, and I I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, You know, unless you are a top, top level um, corner, you know, coming out, whether in the past years you're Sauce Gardner, you're – uh, Derek Stingley Jr. from LSU, unless you can literally just take a side of the field away, yeah, then you have to be good at all, you know. And let like, and the reason I say that is because, like, if you're just that great at coverage, then you can get away with maybe being soft a little bit and yeah, not, yeah, not yeah, as great yeah. in run pass because a coach is going to be like, damn it, I wish he was a little bit more physical, a little bit more, but but he's I don't have to worry about him. He takes away a whole side of the field or he can take away their number one, yeah. So now, one thing I want to hit on when you're talking about his speed, I thought his speed was fine because he is 6'2". He's lo- he's longer, so it might not look like he is as fast as we're no- regular seeing when you see mm-hmm. a guy who's 5'11", 
five nine, five ten, maybe six that foot. Corner, yeah. So, and I thought he used that length and size pretty well. We did see one where it looked like he was in cover two, and it was a good play by the quarterback to fit it in the in the hole. Mm-hmm. Um, which that just means if you're a corner, you want to get a press, then get your eyes back to the quarterback yeah. while still getting your depth. And then a lot know of, that you have help over top. Know that you have help over top, and you'll see it all the time. And and with good quarterbacks, is they know how to find that window. Like if they if they know it's cover two, right when the guy gets around the corner, just a little bit, they're going to throw it real quick on a line to get there before the safety gets there. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I like I said, I thought he was fine. Um, I, I'm I'm always I'm always fine with taking guys at a position of need to see if they can help. I, I'm not as excited about him as I was about Wesley Walker. I remember going yeah. back and watching last year, and I'm probably and I, even Kamal too. Well, I didn't really watch Kamal uh, when he committed, but I watched a lot of Wesley because Wesley had a lot of film coming from Georgia Tech, and I don't even know mm-hmm. if it was we talked about him on film on on the pod, I'm sure, or, or if I was just watching just to watch him. But he had a lot of really good quality plays. Yeah, so I was very excited about him, but. To wrap it up, he's been around the block. He's played a lot. He's going to have an opportunity to come here and help. But the last thing I will say is I will not be surprised if he plays, and I will not be surprised if he doesn't play. Yeah. Because of because of who else that we already yeah, have. Yeah, who else we have. He's got plenty of experience. He let me, understands let me, things. Let me clarify myself real quick. Uh, he's going to play because a lot of these guys play. Yeah. I, I meant like I should have said I'll be I'll be surprised if he's like one of the better ones, and then maybe I won't be like. Yeah. Plus, it, also like this past year, you looked at it and guys got hurt. Someone's got to step in, right? Like and that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you you never know who's going to get hurt, and then also like the DB room. Like I don't know if people understand this, but you have to have a ton of DB. Like that that. The defensive back room travels the most people of any position group because every guy that doesn't start is a starter on special teams. Mm-hmm. They're the ones running down on kickoff. They're on kick return. Punt. They're on punt. They're on punt return. They're on field goal block. Like they're they're the ones on all the special teams. They're the ones making plays on right. special teams. If you are not a starter, you're on special teams. So he can easily be on special team. I guarantee that. But to get into a starting role, to possibly like get in that rotation, because Tim Banks isn't held to one guy. Mm-mm. He doesn't just say, "Hey, you have that side the entire game." He'll rotate. He'll he'll switch guys in and out. So I, I like it. I mean, heck, it, if if Tim is is excited about his coverage skills, maybe putting him at a star position. If the, if a team has like a tight end that they use a lot in the slot and they use a bigger guy instead of a scat guy, then maybe we put him at 6'2", bigger frame, can cover a little bit better than our linebackers. Maybe that's a position for him. So he's going to find a spot. And I I think that's, you know, because of his size and his skill set, like his size helps him. Like Mm -hmm. you don't see 6'2 corners a lot. Like they're very rare. I no, I agree. I think his size is a, an advantage. He's played a lot of ball, which is a good advantage. Like I said, he's played yeah. in the SEC before. Um, yeah, to clarify, like I will not be surprised if he's a starter day one, and I will not be surprised if he's not. Yeah. But yes, I, I do think he'll play because of the amount of um the amount of people that we rotate yeah. and see. And you still have Kamal there, you still have um Christian Charles. 
you know, you still have, um, I don't know if, I guess, Warren Burrell maybe has. Um, maybe. I, I haven't seen anything. like. And then you have Danico. Like, where's Danico going to play next year? I mean, he did it all. I want him at corner, honestly. He, he played – I thought he played really well at corner. You still have Buchanan. I mean, uh, you know, what's going to happen with Brandon Turnage coming off an injury? So, and then you got Jordan Matthews. You got Ricky. Yeah, Christian. So, I mean, there's a lot of – There's influence. a lot of guys. Yeah, so there's a lot of influence. But like I said, being older and that size helps him. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think um, – Great addition. Calm down. I think it's – I think it's <laughs> – I think I, I think it's a fine addition. But we're, we, we, we weren't blown away by his film. Yeah. It was, it was fine. Away. It was fine. Yeah, it was – It's fine. It was uh, seven, seven and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure Keenan had a little bit to do with it, too. Talking to him was like, hey, it's pretty cool down here. Like, problem. Yeah. yeah. Like, come on. Um, all right. Hope you enjoyed your bathroom break. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you like that. Uh, appreciate you guys. Um, if you're watching, like, subscribe, comment, listening, download, re download, rate five stars, check out the merch, follow us on social. Everything's linked below. Y'all are the best. Uh, as always, go on. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.